Hey everybody, I'm Rima. And I'm Jason. And this is Strange Indeed Bake Off Edition, a podcast dedicated to the great British baking show. This week we're covering Collection 8, Episode 5, Pastry Week. Pastries. <laughs> oh my gosh. I it, love I Pastry mean, Week. I was drooling harder this week than any other so far, even more than chocolate. Even, even more than chocolate? <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I was probably really hungry and this diet is killing me. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. I was like watching those pa- pasties and just like, man, I wish I could reach through my iPad and grab one of those right now. They look so good. They did. It, yeah, yeah it, I think I, I, mean, I think I guessed your favorite one, too. But um, but we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll when we see. Yeah, about yeah. Them. <laughs> I love there were a couple in contention. But um, yeah, I just love pastries and it's really fun on this show to learn more about how pastries made and uh it's just yeah just a lot of i mean they they definitely did better this week than they did last week too so that was part of it there was a bunch of sad brownies last time <laughs> man who knew brownies were going to be so difficult but yeah definitely i mean there were there were a few folks that kind of fell apart uh, in the showstopper and stuff, but but yeah, pretty good week. And pastry yeah. can be tough. I mean, you even the ones really that fell apart, I think they tasted good. It seemed like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You know, I think a lot of it's so much with the time. You know, they just don't have the time. And if something falls apart, like if it fails, you know, if if it's not a good bake or they don't have enough time to get yeah, it in the oven, that's a lot of it. You know, and then if I something's know. still hot. And- you it's can't decorate like it. They give them way not enough time, and then Paul and Prue come out and look at them as if they were at a restaurant or something. And I know like, it's not. It's underbaked, and I'm like, yeah, you gave them half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had like four hours. You gave them like two and a half. That's <laughs> pretty funny. I, I would be pretty yeah. frustrated. <laughs> yeah, but they yeah. never say that. You didn't give us enough time. Yeah, well, n- that's why I shouldn't be on a show like that because that probably would have been me and my big mouth have been like, well, duh, it, it's, it's right. underbaked because that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Give me can I time. have a, can I have another half hour? It'll be perfect for you. Yeah, no kidding. If I have all damn day, it'll be perfect. <laughs> no. So, all right. So, yeah, pa- pasties. Have you yeah, ever had one I've, of those? No, but well, do hot pockets count? <laughs> Maybe no. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I, you know, I had not. one. I think I. I can't remember, but it was probably some. Maybe it was like a, a Harry Potter. I think it might have been a Harry Potter world, and they had this pasty place to because it's British, you know, Harry Potter. And uh, then I went to England and I had a bunch of them, and they're they're just good, you know. It's pastries filled with meat and vegetables. It's hmm. really good. They they look yummy. Yeah. They, there were a lot of them that I would have definitely tried. And uh, I, I I would love to try to make one, but at least at the moment, maybe when I'm in the mood, I'll I'll try it. But yeah. I'm a, I can be They're, a little lazy. And, and you got to that. That took some work. That was a couple of hours work. Yeah. I don't know if I'm willing to put the and, time in. <laughs> there, you know, those those are old. I think they're they've been around for centuries and. I I think, you know, they're staple foods. Like I remember 
in one of the early uh, British Bake Offs, the, one of the ones that didn't make it over here, but they used to really go into detail about these. And I think it was just like, you know, they could just whip those suckers up quick because they made, that's all they made. But, but if you don't, if you're not in the habit of it, but um, anyways, I think I remember when I first saw one of these uh, places that sold them at the Harry Potter thing, I was mm-hmm. like, pasties? That's weird <laughs> because here a pasty, which is spelled the same way as pasty, are those little nip, nipple cover thingies that the strippers wear. Yeah, nipple so pasties told, is what yeah, I. Yeah. Is, oh, you're so you're told you don't know. Yeah, you that's just, what that's I heard. What you hear? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that's weird. But yeah, then someone had to. Um, I think I ordered a pasty, and they're like, it's it's pasties. <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah, the, I I love these. Yeah, and they um, they kind of remind me of the Hostess fruit pies that we have here, but they're more. I think they're usually savory, if not always. Yeah, they they look really good, and and I yeah. definitely want to make one. That'd be awesome. Um, I guess you can use. They can use any pastry. They use short crust puff or rough puff Mm -hmm. and so i had forgotten what those are but short crust is the simplest and most common and it's just flour fat butter salt mixed together it's more crumbly puff is like the standard where they lay it all out and they put a big slab of butter and then they fold it so there's many layers that expand and puff when baked I didn't ever understand why it was called that, but now I kind of do. And then rough puff is they break the big slab of butter into smaller pieces and kind of mix it in and then fold it up. And I guess that's easier to make and has less steps. And I don't know if qualitatively how it's different, but I would imagine it might not quite be as good if it's easier, but I don't know. Yeah, but it looks good. I, it I looks, They all look good. Yeah, they all look really good. So who did you... Who's, which one stood out? What stood out? So at least as far as like what what appealed to me the most as far as like taste and I'm going just by the ingredients, not exactly like the final result, how, how they turned, turned out. out. Yeah. But Lottie's was definitely appealing to me the with like the mashed potatoes and mm-hmm. the sausages and had, had the, the gravy. I mean that, yeah, it told, yeah, that looked or sounded at least amazing to me. And I Prue thought, thought it was going to be um, stodgy, which is heavy or yeah. soggy. But I love that when they tried it, they're like, oh, remember when I said that wouldn't work? I was wrong. That, that was I cool. know. She went out on that <laughs> yeah. one. She got lucky. Yeah. Um, and that does sound good. It sounds very um, American almost, or at least something not not very adventurous, but so welcoming and comforting and good you know mashed yeah. potatoes and sausage i would love that i would love that it sounds like something that would be at least in my area because it's getting a, a little cooler here um you know really kind of getting some of that fall weather it sounds like a really yeah. yummy um savory right fall <laughs> yeah uh another one that sounded really good um was linda's chicken with potato it looked really good i know yeah. it didn't turn out the way that she wanted it to but it, it that appealed to me at least as far as the taste. The least favorite that I liked wait, wait, was wait. Ch- Linda had the like um, samosa ones. I thought she had some. They said that there was like a potato. It's 
in oh there. yeah it's spice chicken yeah you're right mm-hmm. and diced potato and though that um have you ever had samosas no it, it basically i mean it was kind of funny because samo- uh, samosas are an indian dish that's uh fried or baked pastry with a savory filling like spiced potatoes, onions, peas, cheese, beef, or other meats or lentils inside. So it's very similar to a pasty, but they're not um, crimped like that. And they're not as buttery, I think. But um, when she said they're going to be in the shape of a samosa, well, they kind of, it kind of just made them samosas. <laughs> and, yeah. and Paul even said that. He goes, basically, it's a samosa. And I mean, he was very critical love, of that. Yeah. Yeah. They want it, and crew too. They, they weren't crimped because mm-hmm. that was, she goes, Did you read the instructions, basically? But um, <laughs> yeah. I love these. The, I got, Indian's my favorite cuisine, and samosa's the first Indian food I ever had. It's basically like a street food, like a snack over there. Um, but it's Goan inspired Goa and Goa is where that Indian dish I mentioned a few episodes. The the one thing that I'm really proud that I can make chicken mm-hmm. vindaloo comes from and mm-hmm. all of this stuff. I mean, the spices make a, a big difference. You know, it gives it that Indian flavor. So it's not just chicken and potatoes like you might think. It's more um, flavorful. Flavorful. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. But it, it did look good. Like that was pretty close to going to be my favorite. But the other Indian one ended up being the one I most wanted yeah that's the one that i but, i picked as your fave was marks irish marks, marks. curry but and indian before we get off linda's Fired. i mean they 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 looked good and um you know they were both paul and prue were critical that she didn't crimp them but they did say her flavors were fantastic so yes. um i think the you know linda got voted out this week or she got judged out or whatever but I think as they were saying when they were talking about it with Matt and Noel, it was close, you know, like mm-hmm. nobody was the clear loser. I don't think even Linda's thing that fell apart at the end, it still tasted good. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Rough week for a couple of them there. Yeah. What was the yeah. next one you were going to mention? Oh, well, I was just talking about the one that was like one of your favorites, the Indian inspired. So those were like some of my favorites, the ones that I would be, I I would probably try all of them, but those were the ones that sounded most appealing to me. But what, what were some of yours? Yeah. I mean, the one I would want the most is Mark L's alu gobi and paneer pasties, spiced short crust that just won me over right there. Roasted cauliflower. I mean, that's what alu gobi is. Alu's potato and gobi's cauliflower. And you get Indian spices in there. And um, yeah, I just love everything about that one. So that was <laughs> that was probably... And it turned out really well, too. Mm-hmm. So that was would probably be my favorite. Um, I really thought that Peter's looked really cool the fish yes i thought as far as the at least the look his turned out the best very clever his little fish fish he's so good at making it look good Mm -hmm. and he's pretty good at the taste too and they call they call this a kedgeri pasty i guess a kedgeri is a dish that had a lot of those ingredients haddock rice and like he had a hard-boiled egg in there curry powder um I mean, I th- I would love to eat that too. I think it it looked great. I like fish if it's done well, and it looked good. And um, Prue said it was a bit dry, so that's I guess w- there was his and somebody else's that had rice in it, and it seemed like that kind of soaked Dave's. up the moisture. Yeah, yeah, Dave's was 
a little dry because he had jasmine rice. And Dave's interesting because he sticks to, he's got Thai he likes and Mexican stuff. Mm-hmm. And he had that, uh, that sweet chili. He's had that before, chilies. Yes. Yeah, and he has. He I thought to- it was a bit of a shame that Paul, I, it didn't even look like he tried the chili sauce. And Dave should have said, hey, try it with the chili sauce because Paul was saying it was too dry. And yeah. then Prue tried it with the sauce and said, oh, that, that made a difference. And I'm like, give Paul some of that, too. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, why didn't Paul try that? Because that was kind of the whole point is, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that's why he had it a little bit dry. So it would yeah. go well with the chili sauce. Dave's too point. shy. He's like, OK, sorry. I think he was he was probably feeling like, oh, you know, when he's Deflated, getting, yeah. getting judgy and I mean, like, it's a little dry. I, I would have done the same thing. And then I would have been kicking myself later for not. Oh, wait, I didn't even make him try the sauce. Yeah, absolutely. I would too. Yeah, it's it's deflating in those moments because you, you, you're so hopeful. And I mean, they, they looked really nice. He had a cute little chili design on the top of them. So they were they had a good design and stuff. And I don't yeah. think that they tasted bad. He Paul was like, it's okay. And it's like, that's like, it's it's almost worse than being bad, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think he like, said well, it okay. doesn't wow me or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, slap in the face. Um, Armin's looked really good. Moroccan tagine. Yes, with lamb. That She's, sounded amazing. And she was so confident this week. Like, Mer, uh, Armin and Linda both were like, oh, pastry week, this is my week. Didn't turn out to be true for Linda, but for Ermine, uh-uh. I think she totally had a handle on it. I think she was in line for a star baker. I think she was. I think she was like second in, in line. Yeah. Yeah. So they were all, they were, they all looked pretty good though to me. I would have definitely tried them. I would, even the fish ones. I'm not usually that, that, that big that, on fish, yeah. but it, like you, if it's, if it's done one. well. Yeah. Both marks had fish and I'll try it. I mean, like I said, if it's done well, I'm, I'm certainly down for it. And, you know, I felt bad for some of the bakers too, when they were commenting that they were a little dry, it's like, you have to be so careful because you're going to end up with a soggy bottom if you have too <laughs> yeah. much, you know, yeah. if you have too much moisture. And but none if of them you don't, did. Yeah, exactly. None of them did. They were all good bakes and they were all well balanced. Some were too dry. Yeah, just some were too dry. But if you're not careful, you can easily go with too much moisture and then got a soggy bottom. Yeah, I'd rather... um, It's a nice balance. Personally, I'd rather have a soggy bottom than eat something that's too dry. I mean, the food would be soggy, not me personally. But yeah. (laughs) You know, like if I had a fork and to sit there and eat it with, I'd rather, especially with these things. I mean, I just, you know, you can have a stew that's freaking just all wet. So if you have a pasty that's a little too soggy, it probably tastes really good. It would not be the most prettiest thing, but it'd be fine. But if you had a dry one, then you'd be sitting there going like that. Yeah. Unless you had a good sauce like Dave had. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess and we, I don't if, think any of them were like, oh, God, this is way too dry. It was all just like, oh, it's a bit dry. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like terrible, but they, mm-hmm. they just wanted that nice. You you just have to hit the mark on all of them. It can't just taste good. It has to look good. You have to, you know, follow the instructions like they were talking about, you know, having yeah. to have the, um, how it has to the be, crimps. you know, tucked in crimps. Yeah. And then they were like, you know, well, traditional Cornish ones have about 20 and, yeah. you know, having to be so, well, so when perfect he goes, or whatever. Who was it? Uh, I think it was Mark. He's like, how many crimps are you going to put in it? Paul and Mark's like. I just, I don't know, as many as I can. And 
goes, is there a specific number? And Paul's like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to tell <laughs> you I now. I wasn't sure if he was like messing with him, but couple, him and also one of the other Marks later said uh, it's about 20 or 21. Yeah. And, and, but you know what though? I mean, Mark, he, he had only, I, Paul said he was like seven or eight shy, but I don't think Paul really cared about that. He was just, I do think he, it was a bit of him just giving him a hard time because he didn't like grade him down on it. I don't think. Yeah. He was like, what yeah. really matters is, and then he talked about some other stuff. <laughs> yep. Some, some really good pasties. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in, in, like I said, if I'm feeling inspired, I have to keep, for these harder dishes, I feel like I just have to be inspired because other times I'm just too lazy to put in that much work uh, for all of that. But they look That's really true. good. Yeah. And, I mean, and there's nowhere around here to buy anything like that either. So I can't just like, well, I'll just go buy one and try it. So, I, so. Well, would you, um, you can buy pastry dough, right? That's already made. Would you do you, that? Yes, but... I, I feel better when I just make it myself. Yeah. So have you ever made pastry before? Yes. It looks hard. Oh, really? Okay. I have. It yeah. It looks I, tough. I have I have been adventurous, believe it or not. Like I <laughs> said, cool. I, I have yeah, I have awesome. ventured into the you know, baking world and I have made shoe pastry. Nice. I'm, yeah, I've made uh um, well, that brings us into the next yeah, so I made cream puffs. I've made homemade cream puffs before. Nice. That's and cool. they were absolutely amazing. And they were actually, I mean, I thought they were kind of easy. I was kind of shocked. I thought it was going to be really hard. And the first time I made them, they came out absolutely amazing. And they looked exactly like the picture. They tasted amazing. They had like, I mean, I don't have anybody judging it. But I mean, when I was reading it, like what they should be like, that seemed to... To, to fill the bill. So I was pretty proud of those. I've made them a couple of times. I've made them in a little while, but I, you know, I would, I'd make them at home and they're pretty awesome. I, that's, I mean, I love those, those cream puffs, but I think the shoe pastry is easier to make than the puff or puff or rough puff pastry. I don't know how Thanks, much. Thanks Jay for. <laughs> Cause you said it seemed too easy, but like these, the puff or rough puff, they always seem to, especially the puff pastry. Cause you have that, cheese i mean not cheese slab of butter and you have to fold it over without breaking the pastry i think so anyway i would love it if you would try that and <laughs> find out how it was, if it was your shoe pastry you, wasn't difficult enough raymond look i'll make a harder one <laughs> yeah. well that's you're just you're, you're the one saying you're gonna make a pasty so i think that would be cool to try it out and see if it's maybe i'm wrong maybe it's the same or maybe you're just really good at making pastry and you would find it easy no be, i think the shoe, to find shoe, out Shoe pastry, I think, is probably one of the easier ones. So, but you know, I was for never having just don't made want a pastry. Me to point that out. <laughs> yeah, I just if you could just like okay, let me have a moment and <laughs> indulge in my good pastry. Um, no, it's fine. You're probably right. I I I'm certainly not a connoisseur of pastries like Paul or Prue, and could sit here and tell you which one's the hardest. For me, it was a challenging just because I'd never done it before. I'd never made my own pastry. If I was going to make a, a homemade pie, I would never typically make my own dough i would like buy the refrigerated dough or something and then make the rest of the pie homemade or whatever i love doing that but um pastry always kind of scared me because it is delicate i'm not great at delicate work like i'm i'm a messy baker i'm 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 clumsy but i'll i'll try something i have to make something right i've been trying to make something almost every week um that's inspired i made i did something for chocolate week last week so What'd you make? 
I made a, a brownie. Oh, did you talk about that last time? I think did I you said, mentioned it. I don't. I, I don't think you mentioned it. I don't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't mention. It. I just said I was oh, going to make something. Nice. That I did. Yeah, I, I put it on our stories on our Facebook page and our Instagram mm. page. I posted cool. pictures on on there. It was a homemade brownie with a cookie dough bottom. So it had like the base layer. It was mm-hmm. cookie dough, and then Sounds a layer. And it was really good. Um, and then a layer of Oreos, and then homemade brownie on top of that, and then baked. Today I had a um, Slim Jim dipped in <laughs> ranch dressing with a little hot sauce mixed in there. <laughs> I'll, I'll ship you some brownies ASAP. <laughs> it's not keto. I can't. <laughs> I won't tell if you won't. <laughs> no, it's day 22. I can't give up now. All right, let's get on to the technical. Okay, so they had to make these raspberry and salted caramel eclairs, which... Mm, another one, like I saw the pasties and I was like, oh my God, I love these. And then, then the eclairs, I'm like, are you kidding me? I know, I love eclairs. <laughs> They're so good. Mm-hmm. With coffee, so good. Like a yeah. cup of coffee and an eclair. Mm. Uh, I'll take just the eclair, but yeah. <laughs> so this one didn't go well for a lot of them. I know, they look Even- sad, like... All tight, small, or collapsed, or flat. <laughs> yeah, even even the ones that looked good, like Peter is the one that he he won the technical, yeah. his first technical that he won, um, which is surprising because he usually bangs out some pretty good dishes uh, in in the other ones, but he he doesn't yeah. always do very it well. Takes a, yeah, I think. Well, I can totally identify with that because if. It, it's different when you have a lot of prep, you know, like yeah. especially maybe for a young guy, maybe, I don't know, maybe not. This is just speculation, but he, he doesn't have any many years on him. So he maybe doesn't have as much experience and uh, has like, like messed a bunch of things up and mm-hmm. figured out how to fix it. Yeah. Or just, but if he gets a recipe, he can figure it out and then make it to perfection you know so um with the technical yeah i think you're better off if you have a lot of experience under your belt and you know how to like you said improvise or adapt or stuff like that but yeah Yeah. he won so that's cool he did but even his uh were not really perfect you know so everyone kind of struggled a little bit and i don't know I, i was trying to figure out exactly what it was where everyone was falling apart i mean linda's was obvious she she lost the technical and you know, she she made her her shoe like three times. Yeah, like, oh something's going wrong there. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why she flubbed. Yeah, and she was the queen of the technical before, which sort of fits in my theory because she's older right. and has a lot more experience. But yeah, she was really uh, struggling, and you could see that confidence just seep away that she yeah. had last week. And I know, and that's and, sad. And Paul's like, that's terrible. <laughs> I know that had to be so crushing to yeah. to hear and she was and and like you mentioned earlier she was so darn confident her and her mean both were so confident going in like you know I can do pastry you know all of us moms can do pa- pastry and and then to see her you know lose and you could see like when they were everybody was mixing up their shoe pastry and you could see some were just kind of uh almost frosting like and it looked like that's probably right. And hers, I think it was really runny, right? She mm-hmm. couldn't get it to 
like adhere together. And it was like, you, you did something wrong there. Right. Well, yeah. And, and, and they weren't rising. You know, she's putting them in the oven and they looked, they, they were just like flat and they looked a little oily mm-hmm. and they, they were just a, and a mess. And she didn't have time to put the creme pad in there. Yeah. So they were dipping, and, had to just dip them. In, <laughs> in and yeah. So the shoe pastry, you guys who don't know a lot about this, it, you probably know the taste. It's kind of light. You know, if you've ever had an, an eclair or uh, a cr- cream puff, that's what it is. And it, it, I read um, it's a delicate pastry dough. Instead of a raising agent, it uses high moisture content to create steam during cooking to puff the pastry. And these are film filled with creme patisserie or creme pat, which is basically custard, which is what Laura says. Creme patisserie is just a posh word for custard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like a thicker custard, really. Which almost no one's was had a very thick custard. They were all kind of, it, it didn't look you good. You want it to be pretty thick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Peter's looked pretty good. It, it Prue said she liked it. It was just a little too fat, but she, she liked it. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. were a couple, but so many yeah. of them turned out pretty runny and it yes. just kind of fell apart and it didn't, Dave's, didn't look Mark good. Mark like, couldn't even get the creme pad in half of his. They were just empty. <laughs> yeah, didn't didn't look good. So yeah, it was a shame to see them fall apart. I mean, I'm not saying it was easy, but I just, and I think a lot of it, again, has to do with the time. You know, they're yeah. not given a lot of time and, you know, all you and, need is one thing to go wrong and it's totally just sets you back yeah. to the whole thing. Uh, and, you know, we've been talking about how some of the dishes that they've been given have been easy, but let's see how these bakers can do with an easier one. Uh-huh. You see who can make the best. But this... Paul said, this is a hard one to Prue, you know, and Prue's like, hey, we're halfway through. The, these bakers are good. But, well, a couple of them did OK. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the whole segment felt really tense to me. Uh, it felt really rushed and with Linda messing up and they had that stressful bake off music going. Dun, dun, dun. I, I can't sing it, but it's just faster, faster, faster. Yes. And, you, you know, the camera's switching really quick between everybody and they all like half of them are even saying I'm so stressed like I'm like I can't take this anymore I know then, I was tense <laughs> and then when it's over they play the nice music and it's like ah oh, nice breather <laughs> it's like oh well it is what it is regardless of what we're putting up here on the plate mm-hmm. yeah yeah unfortunate technical I mean I not that I wouldn't eat them for sure because some of them even though if if the creme pat was a little too runny it still had a really great flavor um, but just unfortunate that so many fell apart and yeah I don't think there was one that I would just like be like I'm not gonna touch that I'd even dip one of Linda's in her creme pat and see how totally. it tasted <laughs> yeah it's like a mozzarella stick man dip it in the <laughs> sauce I'm all for that <laughs> yeah, I I love those fun dipping like desserts. I I think that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't know taking taking Prue and Paul's harsh judgment sometimes. You know, I mean, I know that they they mean well, but man, you know, when Paul's like, it's okay, but I'm I'm just not not wowed by it. And I'm thinking, <laughs> wait, man, what would it take to wow these two? I mean, think of all the the like places they've been, the places they've traveled, the wonderful foods they've tried um, and been exposed to, you know, what in the world, you know, you're trying to impress these two. And, and even Prue was like, I'm expecting to have the best, 
you know, pastry here. <laughs> the best pasties oh, I've ever tasted. That's, that's well, no pressure. Yeah. But okay. So he said that with Dave's pa- pasty and he said it was too dry. There was too much rice. There was uh, the f- chicken, the loss of flavor in the chicken. And he still, he said, it's all right, but it doesn't wow me. I, I'd say that's fair. And I think Paul often is amazed, you know, he's like, Oh, that's really good. Like here, I thought uh, he. I thought Laura really deserved a handshake for the. I think uh, she rece- did reaction that Paul gave her on the showstopper, which yeah. I know we're getting to now. I was like, give her the handshake. You just said some amazing things. But anyways, there's been times where Paul's been like, oh my gosh, I've never had anything like that. So I I know I, I hear what you're saying that it would take a lot to impress these guys because they've had probably pastries from the best chefs in Europe or something but still uh, they do find a lot to like and I think they do. Um, overall they try to be fair you know it they seems do. like it like if something is doesn't have much flavor and it's dry it's fair for him to say eh, it's all right totally <laughs> totally totally I just can't imagine I think I think more my, my point was that the I guess the stress of putting yourself in their shoes and like, oh my gosh, how do I impress these guys knowing, knowing what they've been exposed to and, and the amazing foods that they've had to try and opportunities to try. And I have to try to impress them, (laughs) you know, me, amateur baker, you know, TV on the most popular show in your country. And you just like poured your heart out into this thing all day and you're waiting for this one moment and they're like, meh. It's okay. And you're like, oh. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I'm gonna pack my bags and go home now and hang my head in shame. <laughs> yeah. It's it's brutal. Cause even when they're even when they're I mean, they're not I didn't mean to like say that they were like super harsh, just when they're just kinda like eh, They can be. Yeah, they I can mean, be, but it's just and, like and deflating. It is, but I prefer I like Paul just the way he is. You know, if he mm-hmm. was trying to save everybody's feelings, then it wouldn't be as exciting. <laughs> oh, totally. I I'm a big old Paul Hollywood fan <laughs> for sure. So, well, let's talk about the showstopper. So, yeah. I mean, holy cow! I, now, I'm I I don't know that I fully understand the purpose of the caged tart, other than it's just supposed to be something difficult. I mean, I, yeah, I thought it was a setup because they wanted to see some massive <laughs> failure. <laughs> Yes, I <laughs> and and I love when Laura or who was it, Ermine, she's like it what it, some she said something about it's it's a tart, it's supposed to be pretty and then you're putting a cage over it. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like because tarts are I mean, typically very traditionally they're very beautiful. There's very ornate design, you know, and some of them did have some very beautiful designs on top of them, and so yeah, you're covering it up with this cage. <laughs> Although some of those cages turned out very beautiful. Oh, yeah. I mean they very were gorgeous. Beautiful. So I mean it was f- sort of ironic that Ermine was the one complaining about how the cage covered up the tart and hers was like the most bulkiest thickest one that you couldn't even see what was underneath yeah yeah <laughs> like Prue said that's a big Paul Hollywood cage and a little feminine <laughs> tart underneath uh, but tar- tart so um I was confused when I went to the UK and they were talking about tarts and then they bring out these little pies. They look like to me (laughs) uncovered pies. And I, I, I don't know if I just missed out in my life or if it's just not common for tarts in the U S to me in the U S tart just means sour. Something's tart or sweet tarts are like these little candies that are sour and sweet, Mm -hmm. but elsewhere it's a baked dish with a pastry, you know, crust and a filling over it. 
but open on top, but it has sides. That's why Lottie got dinged. Um, I think it's they're usually sweet, but they can also be savory. But what do you, do you know about those? I mean, do you do you, have you experienced th- those things here in the U.S. and they're they're called tarts? Yes, the mostly not the like bigger type tarts that they were making here for the showstopper, but like the the little tarts like you were talking about, they look like little mm-hmm. miniature pies. To yeah. me, those are you know the tarts that I'm I'm used to, and I, I've made lemon tarts before yeah uh, i guess so. i yeah I, I don't know maybe they're they're either less common or else i just you know how that sometimes you you get to be an adult and you realize there's this one thing that everybody else knows and you don't and you're like uh-huh. oh, i miss that all <laughs> the time those things. <laughs> all the time i think i experienced that once a day uh, yeah, I mean, I knew that like what they were making were, were tarts. I've never, I, I don't think they're as common here. I think it's a French thing. They're I all think over the of, place in Europe. Yeah, yeah, I think that that would be something you would see more in like a French patisserie or something. You but know, I'm all versus, for tarts there. Holy cow, yeah. They're good. Oh yeah. my gosh, there were some amazing uh, tarts and, and some of the cages, even though I didn't, Again, I think the purpose was just to throw a level of difficulty. I mean, I think tarts are, are fairly difficult on their own, you know, to get right. But let's let's because it's a showstopper, let's up the ante a little bit and throw a cage on top of it um, to make it difficult. And clearly, some did struggle with that. Did yeah. you have a favorite tart that you would want to try? Actually, um, Linda's, you know, yeah. her cage, which looked like it would have been amazing if it had worked out, mm-hmm. those red and bl- yellow like dome stripe thing, but it just crumbled and she just laid a couple on there just so they could get the idea. But when they dug into the tart, it's a chocolate piping and a coffee and brandy sponge and it was called a gypsy tart, which I thought it was cute when Noel's like, I had that at school and I haven't seen it since. Give me a hug. But um, anyway, it looked really good and they liked the flavor too. They just didn't like the look of it. So yeah. uh, it's it sort messy. of ironic that she's the one that had to go home. But if I, if I had to choose one of these to taste, I would have picked hers. Yeah, I could see that. What about you? Oh, my favorite, I think, would have been... Key Lime. Who had, key Lime was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Key Lime was definitely the one that was Laura's. And yeah. when she said Key Lime, I, I perked up. I was like, oh, because that's... We don't get that a lot here. Like, key, you know, every time I try to ask someone I know that, that can bake or something, I'm like, oh, let's make a key lime pie. And they're like, oh, no, that's too, that's too hard. Everybody complains <laughs> making like a key lime pie is too hard. And I'm kind of intimidated and I won't make it myself. So I, and I love key, I love key lime. So absolutely, 100%. And I think hers was just beautiful. beautiful. I think she yeah. d- definitely deserved, I mean, there were some other great ones too, but I think hers definitely deserved to win just for the flavor. I mean, I didn't get to taste it, obviously, but just from the looks of it, well, the flavor Paul said amazing. it was his favorite dish, key lime. He's like, that's my favorite. And then he, when he tasted it, he said, that's how a lime should taste. Give you a nice kick. 
Yeah. It's amazing. Looks good. Excellent. Beautiful. That's where I'm like, give her the handshake. Cause, and especially, I mean, she said, I don't think I've been as proud of anything in my entire life as I am of that. And then when they came over to judge her, she's usually kind of smiley and cheerful, but she just looked like she'd just heard some bad news or seen a ghost or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think it was because she was anxious she wanted them to like it as much as she did maybe you know because she put so much into it she was and she fantastic she talked a lot because she's like i really want to prove to them that i can do something you know delicate elegant yeah 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 so you know and i i I love that that she because you know it's what we've talked about on the show is like you can't just be a a, a one-trick pony you have to show a range and if you can't show that range and you know, show off your skill set a little bit. You're not going to last very long. I mean, you might hang on she, for a couple of weeks, but she pulled it out. She she <laughs> she pushed herself and she challenged herself and she totally pulled it off. And and I just she was one of my favorites in the beginning. So I'm really proud of her. And it yeah. was really heartwarming to see her, um, you know, accomplish her goal. So I love Absolutely. that. It's, it's glad to um, see her stay in another week. I mean, I'm always sad yeah. for anybody that has to go, but I'm I'm really happy for her. Um, so yeah, key lime for me, like, um, I citrusy ones aren't not my favorites, uh-huh. but I, I, and key lime pie, like lemon is the only thing where I'm like, uh, the ones that had lemon in them, I'm like, yeah, I'll taste it. But I really don't, don't really like lemon that much. It's okay. But lime, <laughs> so lime isn't quite like that. Lime is like, if it's a good key lime pie, like a really good one, I'm like, oh yeah, that's really, really? good. This, this looked like one of those, you know? I mean, it, it won't be as good as chocolate to me, but it'll be good. And so that I was excited about this one. Like I totally would have been wanting to try that. Please, can I have a piece? So yeah. Interesting. Well, that's good. <laughs> Good to if know good. that you don't yeah, that yeah. you don't um, hate all citrus. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't hate. It. I don't even. I mean, lemon, like a, a lemon tart. You know, every once in a while, just to mix it up, is is good. But like, what was the one where they were? Paul was saying this is a happy tart. It was because Dave's. you kind of have to smile. Yeah, it was blackberry <laughs> and lemon, and that one. I mean, behind Laura's, I was drooling over that one. Um, yeah, he it was very well built. His cage was really cool and very well constructed and it was beautiful and his tart was beautiful. It was a little they, they talked about the top of it a little bit. It wasn't bad, but I guess not as perfect as what they wanted. But they said the taste was really Wait, great. That wasn't Dave's, was it? Was it not with the no. the design on top? Dave had the chocolate pyramid and the mango and lime, the mango that was layered and it looked really bright yellow and beautiful. Remember? His tart looked like super cool, super beautiful. Who had the, was it Peter's? Oh, sorry. It was Peter who had the happy tart. I was looking yeah. at my wrong notes. Okay. It was Peter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, if you add Blackberry in there, it's going to only improve it for me. That I love blackberry. So yeah, that, that looks good to me too. But that was the yeah. one. Yeah, he's like, you kind of have to smile. <laughs> yeah, because it's so tart and your your pulls your muscle cheek your cheek muscles back. <laughs> right. Yep, that's my bad. I was looking at the wrong notes. And his cage looked good, but it did look a bit bready, as Paul said to me. Yeah. But it was good. It looked cool though. It did. It did. 
So yeah, what about now, Dave? Do you remember Dave's? Now it had that really bright yellow design on the tart. Yes, that was kind of folded, layered over like a flat big flower or something. Yes, and that it looked like really he had something cool. drizzled on top of it too. Which yeah, added like a, a nice little like layer to it, shiny or glazy. Yeah, yeah. And, but one thing about that whole segment, um, no, this was actually Laura. She was beating her butter <laughs> and Dave's <laughs> like I was love love when you beat the butter are you thinking it's Paul and I'm like that's kind of dark dude that's a little rude and then Paul shows up right there and Dave's like oh did he did he hear that so oops I thought that knocked down Dave a half a notch for me when he said that I'm like that's going a little far <laughs> yeah not nice Dave yeah that's not nice. this is they get nice used to joking about Paul but they do. <laughs> they do. Like when Noel was talking about having um, something shape shaped the shape, shape of <laughs> Paul's buns. That's funny. He he takes all that in stride too. You can tell sometimes just kind of like whatever, you know, yeah. and he just. But, I um, really feel like he's lightened up a lot as the show has gone along. <laughs> he has tremendously. If you go back and watch some of the earlier seasons, he's definitely. He to take it more seriously. Yeah, he's he's yeah. lightened up quite a lot. Uh, Which I love. Days. I think that's great. Yeah, I like seeing the little bit of humor um, and how he can kind of take a joke, but he still kept his intensity, which I love. Which you definitely got in the Showstopper when poor Mark, he just didn't look good. And when he put it, when he presented it and, and put it on the table in front of Paul and Prue, like it just stopped and looked. The camera was right on Paul's face. He didn't even have to say a word because his face said it all. Yeah, it was like, this is a right mess. <laughs> You're talking about Mark L with the bottle message yes. in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. That was unfortunate because I actually think that design was really unique. The bottle with the um, circular, the holes in it looked cool if it would have worked. And it had a lot of pear and sage, which sounded really interesting to me because I love pears. I don't eat yeah, pears. Too. And I and they were uh, mentioning how the tart didn't look good. The pe- Paul's like, the piping's irregular. The poached pears don't look appetizing. And I wondered if part of that was because Mark chose to work with what he had and stick the broken uh, cage on top of it. And it just messed up the tart, you know, the look yeah. of the tart. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know enough about the technical side of that. Um, well, if you to, lay you know. something on top of it, it might. <laughs> well, you know, but just... I mean, as far as like, you know, yeah, I mean, it might have. If, if if it didn't sit up, it might have ruined the rest of it, I guess. Yeah, it was right on top of it. But Prue said it was delicious and she said unusual, but I like it. So it wasn't a total disaster. Yeah, it was a shame. Shame to see so many of them kind of falling apart a little bit. Well, yeah, mostly it was just her. Well, yeah, it was Mark's and Linda's fell apart as they were baking it. Ermine, during the preview, they said um, they were talking, you know, they show a little bit of clips of the the episode ahead of time. And you hear Matt in his um, voiceover saying, but the wrong kind of baking can see the best of plans come crashing down and you see Ermin's uh, cage come crashing apart. And you didn't know whose cage it was, but I was like, oh, there's a disaster. And then when I saw her making it, I'm like, hers is going to fall apart. And then it never did until Paul picked it up. And then I thought, (laughs) oh, they made that seem worse than it was because I don't really think it 
I don't even know if they expected the cages to hold them together when they were lifted like that. And it really didn't seem to be a point against her that it broke when Paul, you know, it made it to him intact and then you're just going to eat it anyway. So exactly. I think it was actually fine. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, they got to they got to make it a little dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a good yeah, job absolutely. with the editing and yeah, like yeah. you said, the music and, and making it super right. tense for sure. So. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't critical, but I do feel like that was a bit of misdirection there. Um, but the, hers had lemon meringue, which I'm like, <laughs> it was lemon and lime tart, and, yeah. and they liked it. They said it, it did well, and they said the flavors yeah. were spot on. And and she had these beautiful lemon curd macarons on there, which sometimes the whole challenge is to make them, and she just added it as a little piece of flair on hers. I, and it, it kills me that some of these guys are so talented, and they're like. I think I'll just make some macaroons and and add them for some little decor. And it's like a side thing. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I can't even like make those things by themselves. Spent a whole day trying to make those. Yeah. And And I I think I'll just whip some up. (laughs) And Prue's like, it's it's a big, hefty Paul Hollywood cage with a delicate, tiny feminine middle. And Paul says, it's a Prue leaf tart with a Paul Hollywood base. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. That was funny. Oh, I like, like the humor. Whose did we not talk about? Is that all of them? I think it might be Lottie. Her apple, just apple everything. That looked pretty good. It I'd looked really good. That. They were just, I would love to try that. They were just, just critical because it was open, didn't have like the closed crust, but it looked, and her cage oh, was that's right. beautiful. Yeah. It was so intricately designed. It almost looked kind of lacy. It was it, beautiful. I, I thought it, I, I didn't like how it looked as much as Paul and Prue and now you did I mean it looked okay but I wasn't as impressed I don't know it just looked I liked the um, geometry of it but it was just not pretty it just looked like a big tan pyramid (laughs) I don't know (laughs) but anyway I I understand I mean not everyone has the same taste it was good I mean it was cool but it wasn't I, I didn't think it looked as good as as you guys seem to, but, uh, I like the caramelized apple and the boozy apple slices and the toffee popcorn, whatever creme diplomat or whatever that was. It all seemed like it would be really fun to just bite into. Heck yeah. I don't care how messy it is when you, when you stick your fork in it. I'm like, I I mean, I get it. It's a, it's a show and they're being judged and, and they're asking for specific things and you know, so I get it, but holy crap, it'd suit me just fine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and then mark mark e had his apple and blackberry pie which i thought uh sounded really good and and his domed cage with the green and red flowers looked really good yep so yep all good do you have any what? predictions well wait i want to well, let's see. Predictions. Let's see. I mean, I've said Linda twice, and now that I didn't say her, she leaves. <laughs> and I'm like, whose idea was it to do predictions? It's, this um, is totally dumb. <laughs> yours. <laughs> it was mine. So I, I, it's so close. I mean, I really do feel like um, Peter is a standout. And who else would you say is a standout to possibly win? Anybody in particular? I think Laura is really upping her game. Laura. Uh, 
you know, she's shown that she can she's evolve. She's capable. Yeah. Yeah. Like she has talent. She's able to evolve. She listens to Hermine. the judges. Hermine could. But uh, as far as who's going to leave, it's so hard because well, aside from Peter, I feel like they're all fairly even. So I'm going to say, and this is just kind of a stab in the dark because I'm obviously really bad at this. I've, I've got none right so far. But maybe this Japanese week might throw people who are seem to be more into the traditional kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to say Laura. Um, also, the preview showed her crying. So <laughs> that could be <gasps> a big misdirection. Oh. Yeah, it just showed next week. I think, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean anything because they like to do it misdirection, as you mentioned. No, she didn't look happy. Oh. But um, I don't, I don't know. I, I I'm bad at this, but I'm just going to well, take a stab in the dark and say Laura next week. Well, that's that's fair. It's I think it's hard to to pick someone because it's like they go week by week. Like, I mean, typically when they get down to the finals, they kind of look at you overall. Like, how have you done overall through all the weeks? Yeah. And they they kind of take that into account. But they're, we're almost still kind of going week by week. You yeah, know, you can you get can, Starbaker one week and then... Totally no crash the next. And yeah. Then, yeah. So it, it's like kind Sura. of like you just have a really yeah, like Sarah was fantastic and then she just had like a really bad string of, of luck that week and, and she got kicked off. So I mean it was fair because she did do poorly, but it was just sad because you knew how talented she was. So it really just I think depends on the challenge week by week. And is is that person strong? Like, you know, Hermine and, and Linda both said that they were strong with pastry and Linda kind of crashed and burned a little bit. She had the bad week. But yeah. Hermine did pretty well. Uh, that's so- why I, I kinda suspect maybe if someone isn't comfortable with Japanese, which is a new thing. Yeah. Like I would think Laura, she she tends to use a lot of traditional flavors. So this might throw her off. Um, but I also think maybe young people can adapt a little better. So maybe mm-hmm. Mark, um, Mark E might be the one because he seems to be the oldest one that's left. That's ageist, I know, but I'm closer to his age than any of these other people. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't know. I'm going to stick with Laura for now. That's, what about you? That's a pretty good pick. And if I have to sit here and... and pick someone which again i'm not i don't have a very good record either uh i'll go with and and it's a shame because i really like him i think irish mark might go oh really yeah 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 Yeah, he he stumbled a bit this week yeah he he had a week 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 i like how he says pear he says per per (laughs) (laughs) i just like how he talks period yeah i I really it 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 <laughs> <laughs> um funny lines uh yes. let's see i loved when noel during the intro said last time the bakers faced chocolate week and collectively ballsed up the basics <laughs> <laughs> yeah they screwed that one up let's that move on <laughs> yep uh the whole pleat thing that we already talked about Noel says, I like to imagine that when Paul has a bath, he has a bath of egg wash. Egg wash. That's how he gets the nice bronze look. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> Did you have any? 
The egg wash was my favorite. Yeah. When he's like, That's how he gets a nice bronze look. And I'm just, I'm, all I can picture in my head is like Paul Hollywood bathing himself in an egg wash and sticking himself in an oven so he gets that nice golden brown <laughs> look like the pasties or pasties. Sorry. So like when Matt, it. yeah, said to Laura, uh, who in this room would you put in a cage? Oh, I think like a really little mini Peter would be quite cute. He goes, yeah. <laughs> hey, Peter. Laura wants to put you in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes, what would you do with him if he was in a cage? Feed him cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. And then the last one I had is when Matt and Noel decided to play tennis with like those cutting boards and Noel broke his in half and then ran off. <laughs> Eek. <laughs> I'm out of here. So really, really got to learn how to get a, a side gig is like Matt Lucas or Noel and like how can I be on there? It's like I don't want to judge it because I'm not qualified to judge them, but the you know you got to you 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 know you get to taste all that stuff. Yeah, you want to be the taster to make sure there's none of them is poison. Or exactly. Something. <laughs> I think I read oh, I forgot what I read exactly, but there was an article about the crew like they all get to eat it, but they have to. There's some kind of process so. So everybody gets a turn or something like that. I forget. Oh, cool. Yeah, they, they have to. They have all this food. So, yes, they, they have to divvy it out somehow, I guess. So, but to show how close it was. Now, Laura won Star Baker. She uh, had that cheese and onion pasties using a Paul Hollywood recipe for her signature. Prue said they were heaven. She goes, oh, those are heaven. But in technical, she had six of eight of eight sixth place out of eight mm -hmm. so she didn't do well but the showstopper she killed it with her beautiful cage and her key lime tart um linda she in the signature had those ones that looked like samosas the flavors were good but they weren't crimped she got last in the technical so that's probably what killed her and then her cage fell apart in the showstopper but it was good flavor so i, I guess maybe you could say we're at the point where generally the bakers are good enough that they don't just completely flub it like uh, uh last week um Sarah did mm -hmm. i don't know i guess you could probably find something that one of them would flub but i don't think anybody just made something that was just a total disaster this time no and that's why mm -hmm. i mean we're at the halfway point this is yeah. episode five and, and they go 10 episodes. So it's going to just get harder and harder and they're going to get more and more critical where one little mistake can get you, you know, uh, but, you know, taken off the show. I was looking at their ages. Um, Dave, can you guess ages? Dave, I'm going to guess is 31. 30. Ah. Very good. Ermine. Ermine? Maybe you don't want to guess women's ages. I don't know. I, yeah, I hate it because I don't like I don't <laughs> She's like 39. Oh, okay. Well, I know she's a, a, a mom, a single younger. mom. Yeah, yeah, I think she, I thought she would have been a little younger, like 35 or something, but. Laura's 31. That sounds there right. There was this friend of mine one time and I said, he asked me to guess his age and I said 40 and he was like 38 and he got all butt hurt. I'm like, don't <laughs> ask me the guess then. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, 40 is that milestone that no one likes <laughs> yes. I mean I thought he was older to be honest I thought I was guessing younger <laughs> um, oh, Linda's I thought I was being nice Linda is 61 okay 
Lottie. Guess what about Lottie? What do you think? 27. 31. Oh, okay. Happy yeah, yeah. That. I think it's her attitude that to me makes her seem a little bit more youthful, I guess. Younger. Yeah. Mark E is the older Mark. He's got the two young girls. I'm going to guess 45. 51. Oh. And okay. Mark L. 33. 32. You almost got that right on. Peter. 20, right? Yep, that's right. Did you know that? I thought I heard him mention that he was 20. Because he said said that he's been, like, the baking show's been on for, like, half his life. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that's right. Um, And then those are all the ones that we're on this week uh Lorea is 27 Mac is 51 Rowan was 55 and Sura was 31 I don't know Rowan I just thought was it was 55 goodness I thought he was older so the ages span from 20 to 61 which I think is that's really what I cool. love everyone yeah. is you know there, there's like you've mentioned before a, a, a wide variety of, of ages you've got the real young guys uh up until like you know these some of them could be grandparents uh, and they're all from different cultural backgrounds. And uh, it's weird. There's I, no I, one I in the forties. There's twenties, thirties, fifties, and sixties. Hmm. hmm. I need to go on there. <laughs> yeah. Fill the gap. You should. Totally should. <laughs> I need to get my citizenship and learn how to bake. <laughs> and learn how to bake. That would be important. <laughs> and <I'm in>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to say? about Mm-mm. this show okay Mm-mm. well why don't we do a little listener feedback we got a little bit of feedback this week um cool the first one that we have is from tony douglas she says i'm happy for laura she did very well during pastry week um linda should be very proud of herself but she had a very bad weekend as far as the bakes um pasties or what i know them as empanadas delicious one of my favorite foods oh that's interesting is that what Pasty is the same as like an empanada. Interesting. Um, She goes on, the technical is tough for everyone. The showstopper tarts with a pastry cage. Didn't know what to expect. But when you see Lara's and Peter's finished product, it is an impressive presentation. I think Mark does an amazing job showing something personal in his bakes, meaning you can tell he has daughters. All his bakes have beautiful color and flowers. Yeah, it's true. Back to the cages. Tarts are so pretty, why cover them up? I guess because it's difficult. <laughs> um, two, because, yeah. yeah, yeah. again, that's that's kind of what I thought, too, is why would you cover them up? But, yeah, I guess it's difficult and I guess can make a presentation. I guess if you're yeah, looking at a pastry window, you know, and you're passing by and you see this beautiful tart and this beautifully constructed cage made of pastry, then it's going to draw your eye and be appealing yeah. and you want to buy it. Or I would think if you're at a dinner or, you know, an occasion or something, it'd be kind of fun to like unveil it or something. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Um, she goes on, two people's cages fell apart and her means fell apart at the judge's table. <laughs> Laura's becoming a favorite of mine. Honestly, all the weakest bakers are gone now. So it could be any one of these bakers at the end. And I wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> well, I just see here on the pasty on the pasty Wikipedia page, it says differences with empanadas. Unlike empanadas, the filling ingredients for pasties are not cooked before they're wrapped in the pastry casing. Additionally, while empanadas are a light, flaky, leavened pastry containing several layers of dough, 
pasties use a firm and thin layer of dough. So who knows if that's right, but that's what it says on there. Not, not Interesting. before they put it in. Okay. Okay. So kind of uh, similar, but not the same. Yeah. I mean, didn't we see them cooking this stuff? I think yes, they cooked. thing I just read was bullshit. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they did cook all of their ingredients. They yeah. were full because they were talking about, because some of them were worried that they weren't going to finish on time, like they weren't going to be fully cooked. And they was like, well, right. the, at least the stuff on the inside is at least fully cooked. So nobody's going to bite into any raw meat or anything. So Yeah, and that was another thing, and Prue mentioned it, that was interesting about the pasties is they did, not only had to be good bakers, but they had to be good cooks for that exactly. part because of the filling. Exactly. Derek O'Neill says, I'll definitely confirm the heart attack desserts that come from the U.S. are so shocking that they make headlines over here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, if you go to the Santa Cruz Boardwalk, you can get a fried uh, Twinkie, deep fried Twinkie. Uh-huh. That's, I mean, I can understand why somebody might balk at that. I would probably eat one of those every five years or so. <laughs> um, he goes on, but most people would try them. Maybe, oh, shoot, my thing is cut off there. What does that last sentence say? Um, but most people would try them maybe once in their lives, not every week with dinner. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have, well, we're big fans of festival food around here, uh, you know, or fair food, uh, deep fried Oreos, you know, right, right, deep, deep fried everything, funnel cakes that whole right. thing so yep i mean but i just like i i love the balance of flavors in all of these and mm-hmm. and how yeah, i mean i i think it's great but i also think there's room there should be room for just a brownie with a big dollop of vanilla ice cream on top and you don't have to um put you know something in there to make it less sweet that's my own personal thing well like i said <laughs> I, I appreciate I, all of it I well, like I said, I told you about my brownies, and I I promise you they would not have passed Prue's, you know, <laughs> s, you know, balance out the sweetness. Mine was just full on sweet. It, it, nice. it she probably would have keeled over from um, <laughs> sugar shock. So <laughs> I went for it. <laughs> um, Lee Sullivan says there's a GBBO after show called an extra slice. It's super funny, and they show the practice area the bakers use in episode two. So she provided a link for that. So yeah, I'll send that. I've seen that an extra slice, but I didn't know that's what it was. I I mean, I've seen the the, like title or whatever. Yeah. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to mention that in case other folks were interested because I mean, I I know I am. And so thank you Lee for pointing that out because I think we were talking about, you know, um, how, where do they practice? Do they practice in the tent? Did they, are they practicing there at the hotel that they're at? Because they're not at home at least. For you know, nope. for this one, so they can't. I'm not they sure at home. if we can access that. Hopefully, we can. Oh, is it like, uh, in the UK? Yeah, sometimes mm. they won't let us see it. That's right. I forgot give it might a be. Shot. Well, darn it. Well, Lee will just have to uh, write in and give us some commentary. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, for Chocolate Week last week, Diane Ryan says I'm halfway through listening, but had to pause to double check what Paul says about the chocolate babka. I assume you mean the bit where Prue says she had it in New York and then Paul said that he had it in Birkenhead, which is in the Wirral, W-I-R-R-A-L, Merseyside, where Paul Hollywood is from. And I guess maybe not quite as exotic as New York. So that's what he meant. It was kind of like a backwoods place or something like that. Right. Yeah, I remember we were kind of questioning that, like, what what did he mean? Yeah, what was so funny about that? Yeah, why was that, like, funny? But Mm -hmm. that that gives us our explanation, so 
Thank you, Diane, for writing in and letting us know. All right, great feedback, guys. We also have um, a phone call, phone message from our good friend Steve. Hey, Rima and Jason, it's Steve. I can't believe I almost forgot to send in a voicemail for Pastry Week. Uh, poor Linda. Uh, right, Linda? Yeah, she was the one. Um, <laughs> but, you know, some of them are coming by, by the skin of their teeth. You know, Lottie uh, had a great uh, show showstopper. <laughs> I've only watched like a bunch of collections of these and I'm, I can't remember things. Um, but you know, I really liked, um, the, what was it? Was it in the, uh, in the signature? Um, Lottie had a really good one. I think that I probably would have liked that had the sausage and stuff. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm blanking on the person who had the one with the boiled egg and how that turned out. I, I, I kind of want to go Peter. back and watch it again Peter. just to see, mm-hmm. to see that. Had the but, fish too. Uh, you know, that final bake with putting the cage over the, the tart was was a really good uh, really good challenge for them and they're not doing as weird things as they did because one of my favorite moments in the shows is when they go to the technical challenge and it's something that like half the bakers are like I don't even know what that is I've never made this before and then you'll get like one will be like I made this one time when I was 20 or whatever Then or another one will be like I've seen these so uh, but anyway uh, can't wait to hear the, the podcast today you guys are a breath of fresh air uh, during this time. Thanks. Aww. Talk to you later. Aw. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, they'll do one of those that no one's ever even heard of at some point. <laughs> yeah. I love that we totally sent Steve down a Great British Bake Off um, a rabbit hole because he'd never even watched the show before. And when we decided <laughs> to cover it, he's not only watching this season, he's going back and watching all the other collections, <laughs> That's <awesome>. too. <laughs> Steve, are, what are you going to bake? We got to hear, hear about yeah. your baking. Yeah, I would love to hear about anyone's bakes. If 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 you guys want to do challenges with me and and you know bake something and send us pictures or just send us the feedback and tell us what you made and how it turned out, um, we'd love to hear about it. Awesome! Yeah, Thanks absolutely. everyone for the. Thank <clears throat> you everyone for the feedback. Appreciate it. Um, so next week we'll be covering collection eight, episode six, Japanese week, which you mentioned earlier, Jason. I think that yeah. sounds exciting. It does. And I have no idea what to expect. Like, I, I don't either. like Japanese food, but I don't know if what, what's baking really that in Japanese. Cons- yeah, that... I don't even know what they're going to make. So I'm really curious. Yeah, I am too. I'm I'm so uncultured. I've done so little traveling and <laughs> this would be interesting. Be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I wait. think we're going to have a lot of people not making things that they've never made before. I think I could be wrong. Maybe Japanese baking is really popular in the UK. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> You'd be surprised sometimes. Sometimes I think, oh, yeah. this is going to be a hard one. And then like uh, two or three of them like really nail it. And it's like, oh, right. well, okay. You know, but yeah, I mean, some, like, it's not as hard as a brownie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give us the Japanese week over brownie week or chocolate week any, any day. So. <laughs> I know. And still, we're going to be talking about that for a long time, how the brownie took <laughs> took out the whole it's, cast. It's one of the infa- infamous moments in the show, I think. <laughs> yeah. Remember Chocolate Week and Collection 8? Oh, my gosh. It's the just too killed sweet. Everyone. The, the British can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's funny. Well, we are excited for you to follow us to the tent. But until then, you can follow us on Twitter at Strange TCast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Stranger TCast. And you can email us at StrangerThingsCastPod at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the TV Time app. And you can find Strange Indeed and a bunch of other great podcasts at podcastica.com. Go out and leave a review for Strange Indeed on Apple Podcasts. What other great podcasts are on Podcastica, Mm. Jason? You know, we're on Walking Dead cast. We're sort of struggling with Walking Dead World Beyond and Fear (laughs) the Walking Dead. This week I had a great time because I thought Fear, it wasn't awful, but there were some really awful things about it. And I Mm -hmm. just let loose on it and it was really fun but then i pulled the listeners like do you want to hear me talk about this show if i'm going to be hate watching it or would you rather i ask another podcast host who might be more measured to take it on and almost everyone said and i i included lucy in that if we're going to be hate watching almost everyone said they'd rather us just keep going and you know that we're I mean, we did talk about some things we liked too. So anyway, they were like, they would rather just hear us be honest about it. So that was kind of, kind of nice. So it was fun, but, um, it was kind of a lot to to cover both shows. So we're going to try to kind of split it up and have Lucy do most of the prep for world beyond and I'll do, uh, fear. And I've seen world beyond this weekend. I thought it was actually a pretty good one. So I'm excited for this week's episode. Well, that's good. That's good mm-hmm. to hear. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Um, a lot of yeah. If you are going to try and cover it kind of evenly, that's still yeah. having to almost cover two shows in one podcast. That's a lot of prep. So yeah, we we do a lot just for for one show. <laughs> so I can't imagine trying to do two and yeah, one. Yeah, trying to figure out how, especially if you're not in love with the shows. It, yeah. Like I don't want to, but it was pretty. I think we're we're zoning in on how we can do it. Good. And keep yeah. it fun and not have it be too much. <laughs> that's well, that's fun. I, I I like the idea of you guys doing that and sticking with it. And it's something that's you know, giving a little twist to the the usual. So something a little yeah. different, but yet still enjoyable. So good for you guys. Hopefully you can find yeah. that nice, nice and balance. They said that the inspiration for this week's Fear the Walking Dead was die hard with zombies. Huh. So that sets it up as pretty high expectations there, but um, yeah, it does. I'm just more curious than anything so that'll be interesting yippee ki yay (laughs) (laughs) all right that's our show thank you for listening everybody until next time i'm rima and i'm jason on your marks get set bake